Hi everyone, welcome back to the channel. Today we're discussing Isaiah 40. This is a pretty long chapter. It goes for 31 verses, much too long to examine in the short time we have together. I just want to bring out a few amazing points about Isaiah chapter 40. The first one is in verse 8 and it says, The word of our God stands forever. Did you know that the word of God will never, ever, ever go away? Not even after the rapture, not even after Armageddon. The word of God will never go away. Jesus is the word of God. He will never go away. He stands forever. That means when God says something, it will last forever. A case in point is that God said in Genesis, let there be light. Actually in Aramaic, that said light be. And did you know that to this day, scientists have proven that the universe is still expanding at the speed of light. Do you know why? Because God never said light don't be. The word of God will stand forever. The second verse that I would like to point out in Isaiah chapter 40 is verse 9. At the end of verse 9 it says, He's speaking to Zion, he's speaking to his people. He says, you who bring good tidings, that's us. We are supposed to bring good news to the poor. Remember in a few videos ago, I'll put a card in this video about part of our job as Christians is to bring about good news to the poor. It says, you who bring good tidings, that's you and I, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up, do not be afraid. Can you imagine that God is telling you and I to speak? Why? Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. You have the power in your tongue to speak life over a situation, to be like God and create a situation that never ends. Just like God said, let there be light. You have the authority and ability to speak over a situation and command it to be a certain way. As a matter of fact, God tells you right here in verse 9, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. I know that sometimes when I preach in front of people or I speak the gospel in front of people, I get a little bit concerned about it. I get a little bit worried, like, what will they think? What will they think? But I remind myself who I really am. And inside, I'm just as Jesus Christ is. That's 1 John 4, 17. The next verse that I want to bring out is actually just something practical that is just amazing to me, but that really doesn't apply to our life at the moment. The book of Isaiah was written way before scientists discovered that the earth was round. But in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 22 it says, It is he who sits above the circle of the earth. How did Isaiah know that the earth was a circle? because God told him. In a previous video, I told you that God wants us to understand him. I'll put that in a card right now. So you can click on that. Oh, and by the way, if you click on one of these cards, it'll open it in another browser so you won't lose this video. So don't be worried about clicking on those cards too. But it not that amazing that God gave Isaiah the knowledge that the earth was a circle in that video that I was referring to a second ago, I said that God called us, He chose us, so that we might understand Him, that we might know Him. And this is a really good example of somebody knowing God, understanding God, in a way that He couldn't have understood Him at that time in history. Okay, the next thing I want to bring out is that He calls them by name. In verse 26, not one is missing. God calls you by name. I shared this also in another video, that God knows your name and he calls your name. 
and not one of the people that he calls by name is missing. Think about that. Have you ever prayed for somebody and they said that they got saved and then they went crazy, but they said they still believed in God, they just didn't act like it and there was no evidence? Well, God says not one is missing. He knows exactly where everybody is, both physically and in their heart at all times. Not one is missing. Verse 28, the creator of the ends of the earth neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. God never gets tired, ever. Now, when Jesus was on this earth, he did sleep, but he was in a human form. God as God, not in a human form, never gets tired. That's awesome because you know you can trust him to be watching over everything while you're asleep, while you're resting. And it says his understanding is unsearchable. What's really interesting about this isn't that we can't understand God, because if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you may not have that revelation. This does not mean that you can't understand God, because the Bible says that we have the mind of Christ and we know all things. So we can obviously understand it. And also I told you in that other video that God chose us so that we might understand him. So if we couldn't understand him, why would he choose us and then do it for the purpose of understanding him. That's not what this verse means. This verse means that his understanding is unsearchable, meaning that he will reveal it to you. You don't have to completely seek and search him out. Now, there are things that God hides for you that an intimate relationship with him will reveal to, to you, but he will reveal it. There are things, everything can be known except for the last day and hour. That's what Jesus says. We can know everything except for the last day and hour. That's it. That's the only thing that we can't know. And so we don't have to dig and scrutinize and find. All we have to do is ask and God will reveal those things to us. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. That's amazing. You know, I believe God to increase my strength all the time. My husband is almost 51 years old and the man can do pull-ups, he can ride a unicycle, he rides colts. We have a 16-3 hand horse that my husband can swing up on bareback. No stool, no nothing. My husband can do, can do all kinds of gymnastics. God gives him his strength because he does not work out at all. Verse 31, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I personally claim this verse over myself all the time. God has made me supernaturally fast. Like I'm extremely fast. As a runner, I hate to run. It drives me crazy. I get bored. I hate it and my body also gets tired. And when my heart wants to run, but my body says, no way, Jose, I claim this verse over myself. I say, literally, I say, they shall run and not be weary, says the Lord. Now, I know that that's not what this verse is talking about in context. I know in context is talking about a way of life that you do not grow weary with life. I get it. But I have used this verse to keep myself actually physically running, and God has honored me in that because I believed him for it. So beloved, look at Isaiah chapter 40. There are so many gems in this chapter. It will blow your mind. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.